Welcome back to another episode of the Story Nook. Go ahead and grab your tea, your coffee, whatever it is you want, and we're going to go ahead and jump right on in. So today we're going to be reading some fun revenge stories, and our first story comes from r slash pro revenge. It's by user deleted. And it's titled, My Principal Tried to Get Me Fired, So I Got Her Fired from the District. I was in my mid-twenties, fresh out of grades, grad school, and ready to start my teaching career. I got a job at a Title I elementary school near my home teaching art. And I was super excited that I could walk to work. However, I was so far into la-la land that I didn't notice any of the warning signs. Warning sign number one. It was a week before school started and I had called and emailed the school once, the, the school office staff, and my principal to ask about getting my keys and badge so that I can start seeing what I need to get, do to get ready for the school year. No response and no answer from either. So I called this district office and asked when and where I could pick up my keys and badge. <coughs> Pardon. Two days before school starts, I get an email from my admin that I should have been more patient and not have contacted the main office about my keys and badge. I finally got everything and was able to get into my room and was horrified with how much I had to get done. Apparently, they had used my room as a storage so it was loaded with tables and desks stacked on top of each other, eight filing cabinets, and well over a hundred chairs stacked all around the room. I managed to clean out the space with help from my awesome custodian. Shout out to all custodians who are the secret backbones in helping teachers get ready for the school year. Hurdle number one, finished. Warning sign number two. It's now the day of classes starting, and I haven't been informed of what the schedules are. As in, which days I see certain classes, and when, so I emailed my principal again, asking what the schedule looks like and if there is additional document that I can print out. I get an email back a few minutes later telling me to stop pressuring and bullying her. I replied, sorry if I'm making her feel this way but it would be nice to know what classes I had and when. This leads to warning sign number three. It's 8.10 a.m., not 10 minutes after school started, and I finally get my schedule, only to find out that I have two classes at the same time. Note, my school isn't huge, but we still had 14 classes serving kindred through sixth grades. So I was having at least 46 kids in one classroom by myself. Moreover, I had seven 45-minute periods a day and saw every class every day of the week with only a 30-minute lunch. My lunch was when I ha was on lunch duty. I asked my principal if there was any way we could adjust the schedule so I had time to plan and get the classroom ready for the next class and I wouldn't lose instruction time getting things ready as the new class was coming in. I got yelled at by her with a class waiting outside saying it was my first year teaching and I didn't know what I needed and needed to just deal with it. Well, I decided to not just deal with it and I read the teacher's contract for the district. 
Come to find out, we had a section about classroom size. It stipulated that if you had a class over 30 students, you get to have an educational assistant to help you with the class. I brought this up with my principal after a month and a half of struggling and was, you guessed it, denied and told there was no money in the budget and I would have to make do without it or quit. Mind you, I am stubborn and determined to make things work with what little I have, but things were rough in order to prep and plan everything for the next day, make meaningful grades, keep up the referrals, and keep in contact with families. I was having to be at the school from 6 a.m. when the morning custodian arrived until 9 p.m. when the night janitor was leaving on weekdays, and then also use my weekend time to continue to plan and grade. We do not pay teachers enough. I'm just going to state that right now. I've had a lot of shitty teachers, but I've had great teachers like this one right here who went above and beyond for her students. Well, their students. I don't know their gender. Sorry, I had to burp. And we do not pay teachers nearly enough to do what they do. Now, to continue onward. When I came to, when I came time for my first teacher evaluation, I was dreading it. However, I got all satisfactory marks from my principal. I was shocked. Little did I know this was a plan she had all along. A few more weeks go past and, I ha and I've had it. I talk with our union about the double classes and say it's not sustainable and a classroom my size can't safely fit more than 30 students, let alone 46. And they said they would handle it. And a other few weeks go by and nothing. It's not the week of Thanksgiving. It's now the week of Thanksgiving and conferences are over and I get to not worry about anything for two days. So I decided to go to a potluck dinner with some old friends of mine. So here's the best part and maybe the part that saved my career and even maybe my sanity. I was talking to one of an old acquaintance and his new husband about what teaching job I landed and about how the school year was going. I let it slip that even though my students were amazing and had such creative minds, it's frustrating to me that I don't have the time to give them that they deserve. And with two classes at once, it's hard to get around to everyone in a class in just 45 minutes. I noticed the husband raised his eyebrow and asked me what school I worked at. So I told him, what harm could it do? Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between, little did I know I was talking with my principal supervisor. Holy shit, ka-ching! You just ratted out your principal and you didn't even fucking mean to, but your principal's a bitch and she deserved to be ratted out. Just gonna say that now. I found out the next Monday when my admin stormed into my room at 8.05 to scream and yell at me, threatening to fire me and make sure I never worked in education again. I was shocked and confused at the time. However, later that week at our staff meeting, we call, we talked about a change in the schedule and how only one class would be in my class at a time for an hour now. I would only see them twice a week instead of all five days. It was magical. The kids were happier. I was calm, was able to help each individual student if they needed it, and was able to plan enough throughout the day so I can leave at 4 p.m. Sad to say, my happiness did not last forever. I noticed my principal stalking my room and coming in nonstop to observe me. It was awkward. I also had a few of my very extroverted students come in quiet and unable to focus on work. But when I asked them if everything was okay, they would burst into tears and say, I don't want you to go! 
being confused, my response was, Oh, student name, I have absolutely no intentions of going anywhere. You were all the best students a teacher could ever ask for, which would cheer them up for a while, but then they would come in next week upset again. It all clicked when the day before we left for Christmas break, my principal came into my room with one of her minions, who was out building, who was our union building, who was our building union representative, to tell me that I was being put on a teacher support plan. This plan was to evaluate whether or not my contract with the district would be up for renewal at the end of the school year. I was shocked, and my union rep just snickered and walked away giggling with RMN. I felt sick and abused, unable to feel any emotion. It wasn't until I got home and read when this plan de what this plan detailed was I seeing red. I had hit my breaking point. This was when I started to formulate a plan of revenge. The best revenge, I'm sure. Some things to note. Our principal liked to come into school whenever they felt like. She would be there anywhere from 7.45, our actual contract hours, to as late as 9.30 a.m. She once showed up at noon without telling anyone. I also knew that she had kept re renewing a certain after-school care contractor that wasn't free to families, but they got money from the district to offer it for free. I also knew that this person running the after-school care was dating and living with our principal. Hello, nepotism and fucking the help. Or whatever you want to call it. Don't fuck your co-workers. It's not good. Especially when you're both manipulative fucks. So during winter break, my acquaintance and his husband called and asked if and asked if I was free to get drinks over the holidays. I love a good cocktail, and I needed some hard liquor when we met up. I wanted to talk about anything other than school stuff. I just wanted to keep my mind off of school drama. But the new husband brought up things brought up if things were better after he had talked about the double classes. That was when I found out that he was her boss. I asked, What do you mean you talked to my principal? How do you know her? New husband, Oh, you didn't know? I'm the supervising administrator for that, that cohort of schools. My jaw dropped, and I started to hyperventilate. The husband was startled and asked what was wrong, so I told him. I told him everything, how she yelled and threatened to get me fired, how she put me on the support plane, and how she just kept observing my class without notifying me. His face went from a concerned look to a surprised peak of your face to red with anger. He told me, I really always had a bad vibe about her and always wondered why there were always so many new teachers at that school every year. What else can you tell me about what's going on? I hesitated to tell him everything, but my acquaintance told me not to worry. He has seen this look before and that we, and that we were on my, and that they were on my side. So I told him everything I knew. They both just sat there awestruck, unable to speak about what they were hearing. Anyway, after break was over, I'm dreading coming back to my class, but I don't want to miss seeing my students, so I push on. I am walking in the hall to my mailbox, and I see a few of my students that have cried and told me they didn't want me to leave. They ran up and gave me the biggest, longest hug, saying, You're here! You're here! Me? Of course I'm here! 
I wouldn't leave my the best students ever, now would I? Students, but principal said you were going to leave us because you didn't want to be here and we should give you trouble before you left. Me, trying to hold in my rage. Oh, maybe she's talking about how I was leaving for visiting family over the break. No need to worry, I'm still here. Yes, y'all, this wretched woman tried to purposely make kids misbehave in my class to write me up for not having good rapport with my students. I was beyond livid. So the next time I have class with that student, I asked them if they could make a comment about the conversation they had with my principal when they told them I was leaving, and make an ending he wanted. Phase one started. Phase two, I contacted my boss's boss and told him, per my contract, I wanted another admin to accompany my principal's teacher support observations, and I wanted it to be him. He said absolutely, and to not tell my principal just yet. The first day of my observation comes, and she walks in without a notebook or anything to take any sort of notes. Looking proud of herself like she's about to get away with firing me, she was shocked and confused when her boss walks in with a laptop and sits next to her and starts typing notes about how, what and how I'm doing. She stumbles around and comes to ask me for a notepad to take notes, and I tell her I don't have an extra notepad, but I have some poster paper. We were making movie poster for a movie we would star in to go with our comic books. And that I hope you can be better prepared next observation as to not disrupt my class and take time away from their institutional time. Her boss just smirked. Phase three. I was now calling my new best friend, her boss's boss, whenever she was late getting to school and he would do a random stop by if he was close. So he was able to document that she was not showing up to work on time and not submitted the paperwork to have it taken out of her leave minutes. Overall, we get her at least two times a week for a solid month. I think he even asked someone from HR to come to our school to see for herself at 9am and she still wasn't even there. Now time for phase four, which was my favorite one, getting the parents on board. I first started talking to parents that seemed to always be late picking up their kids. I would chat about it, and they said it was hard to get there on time, and they often had to leave early. And when I told them about our aftercare, they would tell me that it costed too much for them. However, I would inform them that since we are a Title I school, that after-school care was free and paid for by our district, and gave her a nifty flyer I made up with the website to fill out the forms and which ones to fill out. This made word spread around to parents paying the contractors directly that it was supposed to be free. And boy, was that a fun PDA meeting to go to. I also made sure the principal knew that it was me that informed the parents about that free after-school care program. After this, there were countless investigations at our school with head administration from the central office stopping by our school, auditors and our union finally got involved and tried to play the hero-slash-victims of this incident. The outcome. The second half of the year was very chill, 
My new best friend made sure that my teacher support plan was taken off my teaching record, and my principal was not allowed to do my second term evaluations, nor was she allowed to do any informal observations. The after-school care contractor was fired and taken over by one recommended by the district, and my students were making amazing strides in their posters and comics. At the end of the year, we were getting our assignments slash jobs for next year. My principal made one last attempt to get me to leave and told me our budget doesn't have the funds for an art teacher next year and that I might want to see employment elsewhere. I laughed in her face and said, nice try, my position is paid for by the state bond and isn't affected by your budget from the district. If there isn't anything else, I'll be leaving now. And I walked out, I could hear her slam her desk and swear up a storm as I closed the door. By the end of the year, I had one, I had my one student share his comic about how the principal told him to give me trouble in class. At our school's talent show, leaving the already pissed off parents more pissed than an adult would tell a child to act in such a way. I even think she had a shoe thrown at her when she ran on stage to stop him from finishing his comic. To the surprise of no one, the last day of school, she announced on the intercom after students had left that she would be resigning from her school to move on to a different position where she was needed and that she would miss almost all of us. Load of shit. But we all know that. I came to find out after stalking her on LinkedIn two years later that she had to get a job out of the district an hour drive away to get another admin, admin job but only stayed for a year and then had to step down to teaching English at a different school in another district the next year. And for those of you wondering how my student's comic book ended, well, the art hero rallied the students against the anger principal to get, make her see the errors of her ways, but the angry principal could not become happy. So she left and the power of happiness filled the school once again. Finish. This, this story is... Fantastic. I absolutely love this story. It is beautifully precious. It's a fantastic revenge. And kind of accidental because, like, they befriended the principal, which is fucking fantastic. Longer than I was expecting it to be. So we're going to end this here. So thank you for joining me on this episode of the story nook i hope you had a great time i hope you enjoyed the stories as much as i did and yeah have a lovely day stay hydrated stay safe bye bye